0: We Here we come, like run hey, it's the Rebel Taxi Pizza Party Podcast. I got the flu or whatever. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I am also dying and it's great. Yeah, we... I'm... Oh, we... oh I'm sorry, Izzy no go for it it's alright I'll, I'll introduce myself later that's right beg for forgiveness you little slut anyway okay
1: first of all no you don't <laughs> no cutting that shit out <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 you yeah, shut the yeah. fuck up. Hey guys, I'm Izzy, and I'm live and well. Yo Only boy. one not sick. Look, I, got, like, I was cleaning out dust. Me and Nolan were cleaning out dust. Not in the same room or anything. We're in separate countries, basically. But we were cleaning dust, and we both got sick at the same time, amazingly.
2: Yeah, but uh, that's me. Anyway, so we got a guest today. Who are you? Hey guys, I'm Jonathan Rawlings, um, and I was sick. But uh, I think it was because I was sleeping with my mouth open, and I just basically got got a sore throat. So.
0: Oh no, Jonathan Rowling's Rollins for soup. Honk honk. <laughs> who who <laughs> the hell are you? You just came in here. Who are you? Who is this person, Nolan? Oh, uh, sorry. You...
2: I I should have introduced myself. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: What you did, what, what have you done that's so special?
2: You know this and that. No, uh, I'm a graphic designer right now, but uh, I worked on the Shores program uh, in uh, Cartoon Network on my own pitch. And I worked at Titmouse for, as an animator on Super Jail, China, Illinois, Motor City, and I'm um, working on my own card game right now that's on Kickstarter called Lay Neckbeard.
0: Uh, so, yeah. light lay Neckbeard? What's that?
2: Um, it's basically a game about saving waifus from the other swine that you're playing with. What the um, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's so, amazing. If you're a chivalrous, gentle sir, or milady who's interested in saving (laughs) some beautiful waifus from the greasy hands of of your rivals, then uh, this is the game for you. And I mean, I developed this game over like almost a year. And I made drawings, the mechanics, everything else. And um, I basically posted some of the drawings like it was in a baby form, just like the drawings on Reddit. And I got in contact with Jason Anarchy, who made the game Drinking Quest and pretending to grow up Um, he basically contacted me and he's like, yo, you you should make a game out of this. And he wanted to publish it. So I was like, all right, that sounds
0: awesome. Mm -hmm. So is it available now or what
2: is it? Uh, the Kickstarter is up right now. Um, and basically, uh, I mean, we're already at 30%, and its I haven't even had it up for a week. So uh, I'm really excited about oh, it. Oh,
0: that's good. Yeah. So, But, yeah, you're also an animator on all these other Titmouse shows, well, used to be, but yeah. how did you get started on that?
2: Um, Basically, my uh, animation teacher, um, Marty Abraham, he uh, got a bunch of our – like, my classmates and I, uh, like, an intern job at Titmouse, like, in our third year. And from there, I just kept working, and – after maybe, like, two semesters, and after I graduated, uh, Tim Mouse hired me, and I did a bunch of cleanup stuff, and then I became an animator, and um, it was really awesome. So, and it, like, working with all my, I worked with my friends, basically, the entire time, so it was, it was really great. Yeah, that's
0: really cool to be an animator on a lot of these adult swim shows that a lot of people actually like, <laughs> but um, you also did Motor City, right?
2: Yeah, I was a cleanup artist assistant animator on Motor City. That was insane, like, the it was very well put together and I was amazed by everything that was in that show. Um, it was just so, yeah. it looks so awesome. Was
0: that show a lot harder to work on since that feels like it's on a whole nother level yes. production.
2: Yes. They had to like hire some people from like Disney and like, uh, I, I just felt overwhelmed with it. And I definitely could not animate on that. Like I was just doing like the cleanup lines and everything. And cause I was just right out of school. Yeah. So I felt very overwhelmed and uh, <laughs> I was, that was a roller coaster, but mm. it, was, well, did, it was worth it. did
1: Motor City have, like, its own plug-in to have,
2: like, a CG-ish, like, 3D head model thing? No, that was actually part of... Uh, those weren't 3D at all. Like, they were actually hand-drawn every single, like like section of the head and they were all movable. The cars were 3D and CGI, but the, the heads were completely like turnaround heads and someone basically drew every single part of the face and head. And I, could, it was unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Essentially like uh, there's a video online, I'll link to it below, but it, essentially like they would just show the two, these two dimensional heads of these characters rotating and they have, have it drawn for every single angle all rotated around. It's cray cray. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Yeah, and that was such an ambitious show that Disney just butt fucked on camera. It's So sad. It's really sad. Yeah. But yeah, so what are your so yeah, this this game a uh, neckbeard, you know, like how do you play it exactly?
2: Oh, okay. So basically there's two decks. There's a neckbeard deck and a waifu deck. And um you have them side by side and you you basically reveal a waifu. And she has these requirements. They're different colors, like red, orange, green, blue, and purple. And um, each one of those stands for a requirement, which are like appearance, ego, skill, intellect, and sustenance. And basically, all the cards in the Neckbeard deck have those cards in them. And so um, you use those cards. You play one card uh, per turn. And whoever fulfills the waifu's requirements first saves the waifu. (sighs) So, God. so like, so like one um, requirement, like a skill, would be like speaking Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, an intellect card is like studying the blade, and uh. like at the bottom of the card, they have like little quotes, is like, "I don't need to teleport if you're already dead," stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, and also, you have to watch out because you can give people responsibilities, and those are like the bad cards. So, you basically give people responsibilities, like eating vegetables or doing the laundry, um, or shaving. And uh, that prevents them from playing their requirement cards towards the waifu. So it basically slows them down. But hold on here. If you have a white knight card, you can get rid of a responsibility completely by just putting it down a white knight card. Jesus. (laughs) Was this like something that you just came
0: up with one night or what was this?
2: Oh, no. uh, This took like seven months to develop at least. Um, I had like five different versions of this game. And... um, I went like I first started off with uh, do you know the game Cuddle? No. Um it's a it's like a basically a, a card game where you use numbers and um each card represents something else but uh, anyways I built off that at first and then I, it turned into something completely different and um it took such a long time to do but um yeah. I I basically looked on uh on Reddit the Just Neckbeard things subreddit and that had a bunch of good material and um it seemed like a lot of people Uh, we're into the i i I consider this like a culture and i just wanted to share that with people Mm -hmm. so um i and i thought it was a little bit funny so yeah but i i don't want to make fun of anybody though like i don't want to like put anyone down or anything like because like
0: this is my life man
2: (laughs) i'm because everybody has a little bit of neckbeard in them i think so <laughs> I don't so, want to make that mistake. of a statement, man, it's an example of this.
0: There, there's probably some kid out there who's like, "Man, I'm never gonna grow a neck beard." And someone goes up to him saying, "Don't worry, Jimmy. You always you had a neck beard inside you the whole time." <laughs> Better
2: get that out of
0: you. Uh oh. I always wanted to like make a card game with my characters, but I'm like, crap. How do I make the rules? I don't know. This is hard. I'm, I give up. So yeah, I, you know, I tried and failed.
2: You Did just you gotta try? keep trying.
0: Well, I didn't try, so, you know. Okay. No. I was
1: gonna say, that didn't sound like trying. That's yeah, just like, <laughs>
0: basically, you know, like, you see how complicated Yu-Gi-Oh! is? I don't want that, you know? You need someone like, hey, here's a bunch of characters, uh, I don't know what to do with them.
2: Just look at a simple card game, like, um, go, uh, what's it called? Shit. Um, Shit the game, classic. Shit the game, no. Exploding <laughs> um, Exploding Kittens? Exploding Kittens. Yeah, You've never that's... played exploding kittens.
0: I'm not, like I'm a cartoonist. I don't know traditional gaming, traditional card games and such. It's called tabletop, first of all. Okay, that's the genre. Yeah, yeah.
2: You're excused. Yeah. Yeah, I get
0: you. What do you? How do you play exploding kittens?
2: Um. Basically, uh, everybody has like. I think seven cards, and your whole point is to not draw an Exploding Kitten. And <laughs> when you do draw an Exploding Kitten, you have to defuse it. And if you don't defuse it, you're out of the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay.
2: See, so,
1: yeah. I-, I know Exploding Kitten's are the more popular one, but I really like Kittens in a Blender. What the fuck? I don't know what that is. You've never played... Okay, so Kittens in a Blender is where... It's awesome. You actually use the box it comes in as part of the game. So you have one box that represents a blender, another box that represents a safety box, and the counter, the table, also counts. And so each round, you can put down three cards. And the cards are either kittens of different colors. So, you know, you know, you select one color and all those kittens equals yours. And if your kitten goes into Blender... It it's negative points and if you save it in the box it's positive points and so obviously the goal is to get more of your color in the box and there's blend cards stop blend cards um, uh, and then a couple other trickery cards like moving cats and move all cats to blenders etc cetera, etc cetera. you know I thought um,
0: from the title I thought this was a fake game but I see I was wrong
1: no, it's legitimately good. No, no, you, no you, it got sounds you
0: got like two yeah. separate games, one called Exploding Kittens and one Kittens in a Blender. Like are these rival games? Kittens in a Blender was
1: first, but Exploding Kittens was made by uh, Cyanide and Happiness or is it? Uh, it's No, the oatmeal. It was by the oatmeal. So it's automatically more popular.
0: Oh, mm-hmm.
1: But with Kittens in a Blender, whenever we blame kittens, i love to go. Mrah!
0: This is fucked up. <laughs> God damn. Did, did the cats die? In, in, in your imagination, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Sick weirdo. Hey, do you guys remember that one YouTube show called Will It Blend? That is the question. Yes. Those were the good days. That, that's like early YouTube where it was just like this CEO of some company that makes blenders and like this was his own viral marketing and it worked and now, now Blend Tech makes a bunch of money and it's all thanks to making those stupid videos where they're like, hey, let's uh, blend an iPhone or a, a bunch of glow sticks and it's really cool. That's the future.
2: Well, people do that stuff with, uh, you know, like PS4, like whatever new thing comes out, and they just smash it in front of everybody online to get it. And I, I never understood that, because uh, it kind of like, crushes everybody's dreams.
0: Yellow man's <laughs> it, it's, like, look it's, how rich I am, you know? It,
1: it's it's probably a combination of, uh, look how much I don't give a fuck. I could buy this expensive thing and destroy it. Or it's also attention. It's the same reason why there's negative comments on YouTube's Everyone wants reactions out of people, yeah. uh, and it makes them feel a little bit more alive.
0: Yeah, it's better to be get negative reaction than no reaction, you know? It's, it's always good. That's why I always bring shame upon myself and my family. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't cut so, off your uh, ponytail. That causes a lot of shame in neckbeard families. Yes.
0: <laughs> my rat tail that I grew for six months... There is a titmouse
1: question I want to ask you. John. Sure. Uh, were you there when they made the boobies video?
2: <gasps> um, I actually, I just came out to LA and I, I saw that in a theater on um, Sunset Boulevard. Um, it, there, I think it was for five second day or around then, but I wasn't at the studio per se. I was uh, already in, I, when I moved to California, I wasn't uh, at Titmouse anymore, but um, I, I definitely saw the video.
1: Okay, uh, for those who haven't seen it, t- uh, Titmouse and Rugburn, or they had like a alternate name for themselves, but on the internet, if you look like on Vimeo or Newgrounds, there's a like a minute and a half video of a song called "Boobies," and it's just a bunch of different animators animating tits.
0: Oh yeah, I saw that. It's like, man, how much effort was put into this? <laughs> I'll link it below.
1: Yeah, and so I, I wanted to know the story behind it. If it was just like one of those things where it's like, all right. Studio, we're closing down for a day. You know, Disney can go do their own thing. We're going to animate tits today.
0: It's like, well, Motor City's canceled. Let's uh, let's, uh, do this. We got nothing else to do.
2: Well, they do a thing called Five Second Day. Um, I don't know if you know about that, but they just basically don't do anything for that day except for everybody makes their own... cartoon basically you can team up with people in the studio and you just for the entire day you try you can it has to be at least five seconds and it could be as long as i did one actually but mine was like a minute long um, <laughs> you, you
0: kind of missed the mark on the five second I rule
2: did, <laughs> yeah i think i went too long
0: <laughs> whoops
1: yeah because i've heard so much really good like uh titmouse is actually the studio if i ever lived in california was the one that i always aimed for uh i have a couple of friends there Colin, he does a. Um, boy the Rockin' unicorn are you familiar with him
2: um i'm not sure about the show i don't know about nolan but uh, my friend nigel works there nigel clark okay uh he's an animator um and i i don't know what show he's on right now but um yeah he he usually is doing something over there and uh it's usually good stuff. i think he did nico and the sword that was on uh amazon
1: oh i saw that yeah um, but no, like, I, I just heard a lot of really good things about how fun it is working. And obviously, like, the five second day just sounds like a blast, you know?
2: Yeah, it was a lot. Of, it's definitely a lot of fun. You just work on your own stuff at the studio. And, you know, it's, it, it gets shown in front of a bunch of people in a, a theater and people get invited there that are from the industry and they get to see your work. So it's really good. Um promotion for your, your stuff
0: yeah to be honest, it's not like any other animation studio it looks it's it feels a lot more ambitious and just i don't know I, I like how sometimes dirtier their animation is like it's more there's a rough a roughness to it you know
2: yeah there's definitely something about it that's a uh, way different uh, you know the black dynamite yeah. show that they did uh i love that kind of style um Oh, that's so awesome!
0: Wait, I just remembered there was this one Titmouse short, and it took place outside, like a, like a, a stadium during a concert, and it had all these crossovers of like South Park and Beavis and ButtHead together.
2: Oh, what was that, that? Was Metallica? That was a Metallica. Um, I think that was an intro to their show.
0: What's the deal? Um, yeah. Well, oh, uh, so that's what it
2: was. I re- I just remember seeing it once. Like, sometimes I would see just one thing. Like, they'd show it to me once, and I'd be like, all right, that's cool. And then I would never see he- see or hear about it again.
0: Link to that below, but also just, like, how did they get the license to get all these different uh, characters? Do you,
2: you know anything about the process for that one short? That must have been probably through the production. Um, maybe the producers and stuff got in contact with everybody. Or maybe Metallica, like, asked, you know south park people and whoever else but um i know that um chris pyronsky he he worked um on the beavis and bedhead movie as the director for that really trippy part of the movie yeah
0: the, the one that everyone thinks was rob zombie when it was actually him yeah. yeah yeah so
2: i think he probably has good contacts with a bunch of people that did mtv stuff and he can probably get a bunch of people that you know worked on. That stuff, so
0: <laughs> I guess so. Because, like, it's kind of weird that they just got all these competing characters from different, uh, you know, corporations and like just put them together in this one short for some reason. But it was for a Metallica shorts, a Metallica intro for their concerts, I see. But, uh, you guys want to get into the topics, which is Samurai Jack? Yeah, let's talk about this. Samurai Jack, by the way, the next video is going to be Samurai Jack, but news. Yes. CNN. But news. You it's, guys not news. You it's not news! You just said it's not Samurai Jack! <laughs> it's over! How was it for you all? Because I fucking loved it! Gotta get back. Back to the past. Samurai Jack. i had mixed feelings get the fuck out
3: mixed to positive feelings on my part everyone get
0: the fuck off my podcast
3: it was was rushed. no shut up it was i liked the idea of the ending but i felt they needed 13 episodes to make it oh i don't know like
1: it the last episode
3: super rushed yeah it's ridiculously rushed
0: i feel satisfied i feel like the middle episodes were rushed a little more rushed but the the later episodes they worked better on
1: well, because like you, you have like the first like four episodes or so where it's like this really big build up to the sisters, yeah, and they really take their time with it. and It's nice. It's it's perfect pacing, and then like once they kill off the sisters, it starts it starts getting kind of this weird pacing, and then at the very end, it's like oh shit, we only have one more episode left. Uh quick throw this hour-long special into a half an hour
0: uh yeah also we're gonna go i guess go into spoilers so if uh, you want you don't want spoilers for samurai jack uh skip to 37 minutes 40 seconds yeah i could i could see how this is all a problem well i, I love it. it's like the samurai jack just in it let's talk about the finale by the way there's gonna be like duh <laughs> well you know you gotta tell people where to skip to you know yeah it's fine yeah but I don't know like I I admit there were some flaws with it in the middle but like overall I am very satisfied with how it ended it's like it's kind of a tragic ending where it's like well you got what you wanted uh, you uh, killed Aku but at the price of like you know all your friends that you met are gone everything you have the thing that you trained for your entire life that you fought for for over 50 years it's done you're a more you're just gonna walk the earth a wandering samurai just like we know you forever alone
1: actually yeah that's a good point is he still immortal
0: i think so he i mean he went through like okay aku said like sending jack through the time portal made him immortal and you know he doesn't age so he, he went through the portal twice so he's extra immortal this time you know <laughs> maybe it cancels it out no no shh, no no he's, he's still immortal
1: Okay, so I guess my bigger issue with the fact is that no matter what, if you go back to the past and you kill Aku in the past, that means all the characters, all five seasons that we've just watched doesn't matter because yep. it's gone. Pretty it much. Just, it's They don't exist anymore. Yeah. And um, and that what really makes it awful is you go back and watch it. There's so many times that Jack ignored a portal to save somebody when the... Obviously, if he went to the portal at time, that person would be saved or doesn't exist anymore anyways.
0: Well, the problem with Samurai Jack is he wants to help people and he's like, uh, uh, you know, he can't just, like, leave someone hanging. You know, like when he went back for those monks, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he cares about other people. He's so, not an associate. I don't, I think he...
3: not, it's not that it doesn't matter because those experiences built Jack and made him who he is. Yeah. So, because I, I feel like the final scene with the ladybug it's the ladybug um represents growth and change so when jack uh echoed the ladybug again like they did at the beginning of the season it's just basically like saying that this was jack's journey and that of that so it's not all for nothing it's 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 a, a it's all completely a personal experience and it's jack's own story so it didn't matter at all not that it didn't matter at all I, i'm really fucking tired okay
0: yeah we're all sick <laughs> But, like, at the very end when he's under the tree, like, it's all gloomy and shadowy. And then, like, when he sees that ladybug, he's all – his spirit is lifted. Like, suddenly all the gloom that was in the air, all the fog kind of clears up and he sees it a whole new environment. And I feel like half of Samurai Jack was about him just exploring environments. And that's what it is now. That's what he has left. People just – him just exploring and continuing to have other adventures. Because if you watch, like, the making of documentary, the – when it was first made, uh, there was this. There was one storyboard artist who said, I don't know what happens to Jack ultimately. I just want to keep on having adventures, and I feel that's sort of what happened here. He's just going to continue having more adventures, and he's immortal, and he's going to go through time like a Highlander. If
1: he's
3: immortal.
0: Yeah, I am assuming so. He, it, they they haven't said anything to the contrary,
3: so it's safe to assume he's immortal.
0: Yeah, but you know what i love to have seen? Like, um him being immortal and, like, him just living through and eventually getting to the future, he... An alternate future, and seeing all his friends, like, the Scotsmen, but they're not fighting anymore. They're just living normal lives, you know?
1: That would have been great. I think, yeah, I think it really just needs an epilogue.
0: Yeah, an epilogue?
1: Yeah, just to, to like, you know, submit that, because... If he is immortal and he's gonna live to that point, anyways, it we can just pretend that you know things lined up to the point to where the same people are born.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, I think that's what I think that's what the ending is supposed to imply. Yeah, so he's just gonna wait. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like that. That's what that what this ending just needed. That just him just waiting to see his other friends in normal timelines but they probably don't exist anymore since the whole you know the timeline's completely screwed up so everything's fucked
1: though it would be interesting if he's immortal that means the guardians ending where like he's all like you know bearded and king-like he could still like he you know he could be the king of the future
0: yeah Oh, oh, but they sort of talked about that in the comic. Uh, essentially, what happens in the Samurai Jack comics is um, he gathers all his friends together and they go into battle. And um, they, it, they don't show him defeating Naku, but in the next panel, right after they, do, they charge into battle, it just cuts to Samurai Jack sitting in a throne dressed like a king with his beard and everything. And it's implied that he just stayed there in the future and just continued to rule over the world, I guess. I thought the comics weren't canonical, though. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's comics. It don't matter. Unless there's a movie based on the comic, the comic don't matter. Yeah, because in that one episode where he fought the blue guy at the very end, like, the blue guy says, you're not ready to enter this portal, samurai, and it shows samurai, in a you know, all old with a beard and a crown, just, like, defeating everyone, a vision of the future. That never happened in this series, in this ten-part uh, miniseries. It didn't happen, so it's a little kind of weird.
1: Yeah, I think I think a lot of people are really hoping for Guardian to make some kind
0: of return. Yeah, but I think, you know, I partially want to believe that this isn't the final thing of Samurai Jack. Like, it, he could still go on. What
2: yeah. would you guys give it, like, out of 10? How
0: good would you say this? I admit there's flaws, but I give it 10 out of 10. <laughs> I admit there's flaws, and I'll give it a 7 out of Get 10. out. <laughs> I give it an 8. That's better.
1: I think it's visually... Amazing. I really enjoyed the ride the entire time uh, just seeing like what what they did before and now what they're allowed to do with digital stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's so good. I really enjoyed all of it. I think story and pacing could be a little bit stronger. Um, mm-hmm. I think like because a lot of people want to jump into the argument that they they, they only have 10 episodes. So pacing is going to be off. But it's like if you only have 10 episodes, you agree to 10 episodes, then you write a story yeah. that fits that structure. However, mm. I, I do want to reserve some of my argument right now because I'm going to uh, take some time and edit all 10 episodes into one movie. Ooh. And if you want, let me make a second YouTube account. We can unlist it <laughs> so you can link it in the in the <laughs> no, description. No, they'll, they'll
0: still capture it somehow.
1: Okay. Uh, but I, I, think, I think editing it to, and seeing what it's like as a full, like, one setting thing because um, it's, it's clearly one story. Yeah. You know, unlike previously, where it was like uh, the show was like episodic, so I want to reserve a lot of my judgment until I thing all at once.
0: Yeah. Because uh, for one thing, people say that the whole Ashy and Jack things pacing was off, but like, like they just met each other and they already want to fuck. But first off, uh, those two are virgins for life. So, you know, they're desperate. But and second, uh, since we saw these episodes one week at a time, like uh, it kind of made things feel longer than it really was. So it kind of helped that each episode was one week apart.
1: I, okay, that, that's, a,
3: that's a poor
0: excuse, though. To be honest, that's a
1: really bad argument, considering that I'll kill you. you said, no, no. Listen, you're like everyone thought it was too short. But if the episodes were drawn out, made it feel longer, then why would it feel too short?
3: What? Um, you're, basically that, uh, saying, you're basically saying yeah, it's bad as short, but we had it one week apart, so it's fine.
0: No, uh, I mean like I don't know. Essentially, they got. To, we, I mean, like after uh, Jack wasted his her sisters, like um, they still were, were bonding over several episodes, and then eventually they fell in love, and then they fucked. You know, I don't know.
3: I don't. I don't know. I mean, so I wasn't. I wasn't, against, I wasn't against Jack and Ashi getting together. I mean, I I would have rather had them be a father daughter type thing but you know if they have to fall in love that's fine
0: whatever I bet, uh, she still calls jack daddy anyway
3: <laughs> my beat, my beef is that their relationship was fairly platonic like that i mean obviously um um for the first few episodes i agree and then um and and if they wanted to make it romantic usually i'm all for subtlety but if you're if you're gonna if you're not gonna have them at least like blush at each other like before that episode, then uh, yeah, yeah. I will. I do want to say this because it pisses me off. If um, if Jack and Ashi were a same-sex couple, nobody would be complaining. It's true. Mm. Double standards and shove them up your ass. What, what if
0: uh, Ashi lived and and like uh, when they're married and uh, Ashi just says, "Jack, you fucking killed my sisters." What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> during during sex.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look at my eyes. No, Why did no, you kill my no, sister? No, as,
3: as they're fucking, and she says, You killed my sister. So Jack says, Don't worry. We are going to make you new sisters. Oh,
0: yeah!
3: oh, oh okay. Okay. While we're, while we're on this
1: train of thought, you know, <laughs> Samurai Jack taught me one thing you can't choose who your father is, but you can choose who your daddy is.
0: Fuck. Damn. But I love that one scene where um, Aku says, you are not my father. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. And then, but um, that right afterwards, Ashi ah, realizes she has Aku's powers and you just see her do the ring thing where they get sent back in time and just they get they, they get flung backwards in time. And Aku's just alone there, just like, oh, oh, fuck. I just love that scene. Just like I was just like, yes. Boy, he gonna do it. He gonna do it. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Um, that's actually something else I wanted to talk to you about. Talk about the final fight with Aku back in the past. Mm -hmm. Why is that the most rushed, worst fight in the whole season? Not (laughs) right. He was already weak
0: as shit. Like he was about to die okay sure that's that's fair but like i don't know the
1: last fight of the series i was expecting to be a little bit more grander
0: well it's all his friends coming together and that's what they usually do in these shows where it's like everyone co- we're all friends i don't give a we're shit we're all this was together
2: lame. friendship prevails
0: Black
3: versus the sisters and that was like seven episodes ago yeah <laughs>
0: It's like quality over quantity, like every single final episode, like uh, Teen Titans or Thundercats 2011, they always have to like bring everybody in. 2011 was canceled, though. Yeah. Shit. Well, that, their, their technical final episode that they made was them all gathering together and saying, we are number one. Yeah.
3: Avatar The Last Airbender had a great final. That had like a two that had a two hour.
0: You know what we need is like, a, you know what we need is a character that just solves all their problems by talking. It's That's like, not exactly a, thing, Avatar but... comes up to Fire Lord Uzu or whatever his name was and like, hey man, <laughs> that ain't cool. You're right. That wasn't cool of me. I'm sorry. And that, I
1: never realized, you know, I care now.
0: <laughs> it's like, I, guess. I didn't care
1: before, but now I do. bucks.
0: Guess I was wrong. Sneak attack and just fucking waste them right there. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. It's like shit. Yeah, I was kind of hoping Jack would die. Fuck him. Uh, I just.
3: I also wish Ashy was more of a character and not a plot device. How dare you? It's not though. Okay, Spo's giving me a look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eat a dick, Spo. <laughs> I'm okay. why are people argue that uh, she is on um, the born sexy yesterday trope and no. she's just a plot device, but we see her grow and evolve and change as a character. She's a character arc, and while she was she is the daughter of Aku and she eventually does get his powers and helps Jack get back to the past to defeat him. She she is she is her own character, she has her own agency. Jack mostly was presenting the truth to her. And then she came to the conclusion herself and she um, traveled around the world and saw all the hope that Ian's um, and all the inspiration that Jack spread throughout the world. And she eventually real- realized that she needed. To help um, change things, and just because she was um, raised to be an assassin, everybody's li- and she got like she became Jack's love interest. Oh, she's she's such a plot device. She's the she's the born sex yesterday trope. Fuck off, eat my dick.
0: I would like to plot her device. Okay, Pan's not allowed to discuss things. Oh. He just likes the character because she's hot. How dare you? I appreciate who she was. You know. You know, um, there was a story. There was a storyboard
3: that was um, shown way 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 back when this was first teased and it showed this old guy with a beard and a hat and then I think two of the sisters and uh Ashi mhm i wonder what happened to that. Yeah. that that's when people first saw Ashi hmm
0: and and everybody was saying oh it's Solana you got to you got to link that image cuz i want to see that cuz i'm curious what that is uh, hold on let me go look for it we'll just wait out cut this Blank air out of the podcast. You can continue. I'll just mute my mic. Nah, we can we can wait.
1: So, like, I guess the the thing about Ashi is that, like, uh, she, you're right. She does grow. So technically, she is a character. You know, she, we do. She has a character arc. I guess it's just like at at a certain point when she fall when she falls in love with uh, Jack, she just becomes a bunch of tropes. And I I just want to see more from her. I
0: guess. Yeah. What do you want to see from her?
1: <sighs> like. I don't know. I don't know what exactly I want. So Is he, then,
0: getting, is he getting put to
3: task for her uh, blasphemous yeah. um, No,
1: like No, I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just unhappy.
0: I was first kind of like, that's how it ended, but I kind of appreciated how it ended, so, you know, I'm... I'm satisfied. Like I it was like how I thought it was gonna end, like since all the time portals have been destroyed. Um, i had assumed Jack would be like, Well, I can't go back to the past, I can't change my mistakes, so he keeps on going forth and you know, inspiring other people to fight back and stuff, you know.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I, like I, the, I, I too, again, it's just rushed.
0: I know, yeah, but yeah. you know. Well, I'm satisfied, you know. But I like what we got. You know it's like you got what you wanted, samurai now your friends are fucking never born I
1: get i I tweeted this out earlier and I think it kind of sums up my thoughts that like I think it ends the most logically way possible uh-huh. like it, it but i I just I don't know emotionally it's it's satisfying to me because mm-hmm. like a lot of the characters are gone you know they, they all don't exist anymore um he knew what he I, get I think. I think I would have really enjoyed a split timeline thing where like he ends up like because he's he's a character that lived in the future 50 years, like at at minimum. And so like he he's got to feel like a fish out of water back in the past. You know, like everything's so different. He's a different character, so he shouldn't really belong there anymore. So I would have loved an epilogue where he's like kind of, you know, like, oh, I don't I don't belong here anymore. And somehow he's able to, like, my work's not done, and he wants to go back to the future to help repair what was Aku in the previous timeline.
0: Well, the thing about Samurai Jack is he was always very traditional and stuff. He didn't, like, you know, he he had to, like, I mean, in this series, like, he was using a motorcycle and guns. He, like, forgot who he was, so that's why he didn't use traditional weapons. But now, I I don't know, never mind. Like, he, like, he, he was always, like, stuck in the past no matter what, you know? Mm-hmm. yeah but now he's not you
1: know like it, it, it that is a proof that that is a like physical like sh- proof of that he's changed well you i know? mean
0: if, if anything it will sort of be like you know if i were to like transport back to 1995 and be like oh snap playstation one's coming out it's like oh, i can't wait to listen to this song on my ipod oh okay it's like that you know
1: However, you could argue that when he got the shave and went back to classic Jack design, when he got the sword back, he's, he just reverted back to classic Jack. So um, he might have not changed anymore because magical gods looked at him. Like changed uh, emotionally? Yeah, I mean, it might that might be like he just reset it mentally and everything else. He's now balanced and horny.
0: I don't know, something like that. Yeah, you know. That was a good episode. Yeah, so it's over. It's fucking over. Samurai Jack's fucking wasted.
1: I do have to admit, uh, I've harped on it enough, but I do want to say some positive things. Hmm. I really enjoyed Aku live streaming the original intro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do feel like they missed the opportunity to have that be the intro for that episode. instead, of, Because we got two intros this time, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, which again it's a rushed episode that could have been 30 seconds They could have developed something
0: yeah you know it's, it's, and they just spend a lot uh, a while just like saying hey here are all my little sister i mean little, my my daughter's uh, uh what's his name uh, scotsman you know he yeah.
1: was... <laughs> I love that the scotsman tried to hook up one of his daughters
0: with jack i <gasps> thought that was great oh, oh god damn it that's terrible <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> that was hilarious that's horrible <laughs> no. But yeah, this uh, art you linked, I'll link it below for everyone. I, uh, maybe it's just concept art or just, well, I see the storyboard squares, so I don't know. Could be
3: a... Uh... That, that look, kind of looks like Jack, but it also doesn't. No, that, that's definitely
0: yeah. Jack, but I think what it is, it's that scene where uh, Jack is showing Ashi around the world, seeing what Aku does that's evil. It look, looks like a scene yeah. like that.
1: That's Pip Jack.
0: Yeah. yeah. If name Jack, yeah. If name check. Hey, hey, remember? Oh, remember in that one flashback episode in the old series where Jack was let, met some girl and I think they bonded over a cricket or whatever. Like, you know, she's probably an adult back there, so he'll probably like tap that ass now. He's got the time. Um, I was gonna say, isn't
3: um Ashi like the third time Akua's cucked Jack?
0: Basic, I think second. You know. So the comic the comic had a
3: storyline where um Aku bo- Aku disguised himself as a girl and bonded with Jack and and he he was like pranked ya, bro <laughs>
0: Damn it <laughs> What an asshole Clearly Jack has a type. I, I want Jack to s- I- I no, I want Aku to say, ah ha ha now I know what your dick looks like. <laughs> Aku! <laughs> Aku just like reveals all those dick pics to all over the world. It's like, look, everyone, it's his dick! It's squared! What an asshole! But uh, is that all? Hey, John Rawls, you know, you got anything to say about Samurai Jack?
2: Are you reading the chat? I mean,. I basically saw the original one and I saw like maybe one or two episodes of the s- season five, but I never finished it. But I don't care that you guys spoiled the entire thing. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> bro. Yeah, it's yeah. no problem. I don't, I don't mind at all. I actually like getting spoiled things sometimes because then I know what's going to happen. And I, I mean, it, it's good to hear another perspective when like – talking about something because then i can just watch out for it and then form my own opinion on it afterwards because it seems to be a good i mean you guys have been talking it up like it's the fucking like really awesome so uh i mean i can't wait to see the ending basically and uh i don't know i i just thought that the first um like like 11 years ago whatever the the original ones were amazing and i i got inspired from those basically because Mm -hmm. the artwork and everything so I mean, like, I heard, like, when, he- when hearing
0: spoilers, like, it kind of helps you anticipate what's going on. Like, you're on the your edge of your seat thinking, like, oh, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Like, I heard some people say it's a better experience to have it spoiled, but I don't know. I mean, no, I like look- hearing
2: people's interpretations, too. Like, it might happen differently than what, you, when, what people say, so.
0: Yeah. Did you know what a show that's really, that
1: was really fun to watch, knowing the ending? Death Note.
2: Oh, I love Death Note. What's the ending?
1: Like- I, well, I found out like who wins out of the two, and so like every episode felt like it was going further and further away from that ending. So I was like, "How is it? How is it going to make it to like that?" I was on my seat the entire time, every episode. I'm like, how is it going to happen this way? <laughs> it, it can't. <laughs> he just he blocked it.
0: That's, like. That sounds interesting, actually. Yeah, I don't know how. I never watched Death Note, but that does sound pretty interesting to to know the ending to that. If it's so different. From what's going on? Well, because Death Note's
1: a chess game, more or less, between two characters. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you know, each time they put a piece down, and so if you know the ending, and, you know, it's going one direction instead of the other, it's almost more intense, because you're like, you know it's coming. You know he's got to flip it. When you were in high
0: school, were Death Notes banned in your schools? Oh. Like the actual books? Uh, uh
2: Yeah, someone got uh, suspended from my school <laughs> because they had uh, a kind of thing, and the... Uh, that was not cool.
0: It kind of seems like if you if you were a parent and you had no idea what this anime was and someone explained to you this book, uh, you probably think it's some sort of Ouija board type stuff and be like, hell no, get that shit away from me. I could see that. Time to get a death nut, honk honk. But yeah, is that all for Samurai Jack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that was a great ending. I'm satisfied. Although I would like to see a live-action movie by some director. Like, they always, before the reboot came about, there was always talks for, like, a live-action movie, a CG movie. Like, I would want to see, like, some sort of live-action movie by some visual director, but I forget. It was some guy who directed The Fall and, uh some other movies no one cares about but yeah he, he's a very visual director and he was directed and also Guillermo del Toro was well he says he's gonna do a lot of things but never does but you know I think Samurai Jack would be very good as a live-action movie
1: oh so, speaking of stuff one of my favorite little tidbits about season five is that when Jack doesn't have his sword he also loses his nipples oh my god <laughs> like because when he gets the sword his skin goes back to yellow Cause like when he doesn't have the sword, he has a Caucasian like normal skin. Well, it, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa there! Whoa, whoa, Shit! Uh, pack back backpedal here. Yeah, he that's has, right. A, you know, like um uh, the flesh crayon color, and um, like when he has the sword, he goes into a more yellow tone. So and he gets nipples back. So it's it's really
0: weird. You know what's weird about seeing the old Jack style in this new series is the his eyes and mouth have no outlines. You ever notice that? Oh, Like the white of his eyes just nearly blend to his yellow skin. So yeah, that's all for Samurai Jack, is it? So yeah, you guys want to get into the other nudes?
3: My nose got really runny all of a sudden too. I don't know what happened. God please take me from this mortal coil.
0: All right, so Shit. news. Did you guys see the trailer to the emoji movie? My feelings are huge. Maybe oh. I'm meant to have more
2: than just one emotion.
0: Where oh. am I? Candy crush divine. Sweet, tasty. Delicious. Oh, I've never eating another piece of candy ever again. How was it? It was a trailer.
2: I can't believe that they're still making that.
3: I I, I don't I don't get hey, it at all. Look. I would like to remind everyone that Genny Tartakovsky's Popeye and um, Lauren Voss Medusa was cancelled for this.
0: Yep. Thanks, Sony Pictures. You know, just when Sony thought, like, okay, after the Ghostbusters reboot, there's no way we can make a movie that's more hated before its release than that. And here we are. And then Sony
3: Animation Pictures said, hold my beer.
0: Yeah, we, we need, like, an, what we need to do is have an all-female emoji movie reboot.
2: <laughs> well, I, okay. I think you said it best. I mean, like, they just want some form of reaction, like... They want to, it's a negative reaction, but they got a lot of people to give her negative reactions, so I think a lot of people are going to actually watch this, unfortunately.
0: Time to get trolled. I think it's a combination of
1: things. I think it's both a negative reaction, but also they're like, okay, what, what concept can we take and basically remake the Lego movie? Oh, emojis.
0: Okay, in The Simpsons, there was this one skit called uh, ca- no Cards... <laughs> But it's seriously the same exact movie. Just the whole like, oh, I don't fit in with anyone. I'm special or something like that. I gotta. Fi- we don't need to be put in cliques. We gotta be individuals or something. You know, that's like the plot of every CG movie ever. Essentially, yeah.
2: This one's about the the guy who has the meh face, and he apparently starts having uh, different emotions, and he's afraid that whenever he gets sent to somebody else, like there's a in in phone world like with emojis and then there's an outside phone world with actual people and this guy the main character is afraid that he's gonna not have he's gonna have something else besides the meh face and screw up his message and apparently he does and then gets banished this
0: is so stupid but
2: oh so (laughs) when we were talking about the emoji movie a couple of months back
0: like someone in the comments said if the plot's about a meh emoji who can display more than one emotion then he's the avatar of emojis he's the neo (laughs) the one emoji (laughs) Oh, so, what's funny, in this trailer, they show, like, this is where all the emojis that don't get used end up. And one of them was an eggplant emoji, which is a goddamn lie, because I know a lot of people that use the eggplant emoji for various things. <laughs> but it, but, yeah. this, the, but the the uh, movie takes place inside the cell phone of a teen boy. So, you know, he still hasn't discovered those feelings. So, you know, eventually it feels like Inside Out, but with emojis.
1: It, it, it feels like Inside Out and Lego movie. Like snuck off, had sex, and had a little affair, and then had a baby, and this is the bastard stepchild.
0: And Ruckin Ralph, that too. He was there uh Bukkaki and everyone. Yeah.
3: Okay, but uh, let's let's not talk about this shitty movie and instead talk about the Captain Underpants movie.
0: Yay! We already talked about that, so what's there to say about Captain Underpants because it looks pretty good? They released the theme song, which is done by Weird Al Yankovic. going to be a sad day when
3: he dies. I've listened to that theme song on repeat multiple times cuz I'm just that excited.
0: Yeah, it's I'm very impressed that Weird Al has managed to stay relevant for so many years like even more than the people he's parodied. Yeah.
2: Oh, I saw him actually. Um when I at lunch one day, I was in a pizza place and he just sat down and I don't know, he had like a Philly cheesesteak sandwich or something like that, and then he just got up and left. I was like, all right, well that's cool.
0: Just was he sad and depressed?
2: Yeah, no, he was he was just sitting at a pizza place that like near my work and uh he just got up. He, he did look a little sad, but then oh, he
0: Oh no.
2: He was by himself
3: oh. He went to a pizza place and he got a fucking Philly cheesesteak. Are you kidding? That's
0: me? weird yeah. what do you expect?
2: <laughs> it was called a panini it's called panini the 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 place so it has a bunch of different stuff like uh all italian stuff but i usually got pizza
0: (sighs) that's so sad like i imagine like weird al yankovic sitting on a bench like that one keanu reeves sad image (laughs) oh no weird al please come on the podcast (sighs) yeah he's too cool for this podcast we can barely get any regular cartoon people you know you know, everyone's like,
2: yeah, you guys got me. I, that's not you well, guys are in general. Mother- like, <laughs> you're a
0: rare occasion. We usually just get some jack off off the Internet. But you actually did did things. So that's impressive for us. You know, okay. we had the creator of Chowder. Yeah, that's yeah. once, you know, yeah, that's cool. Once, you know, every other time we get like, hey, I, uh, you know, I jacked off in a bucket. Uh, can I be on the podcast? Essentially, we get those type of people. We had the voice
1: actor of Clarence.
0: Yeah, like 40 years ago, you know. That was that was literally like last month. Yeah, I bet it was. Is he sundowning? I freaking message, goddamn Jorge Gutierrez. Why won't he come back to me? Come on, be on my shitty ass podcast. Stop! Stop fucking
3: publicly whining for people to get on the podcast. That's probably the reason why I didn't
0: come on. Damn. Okay. Also, maybe it's because I said some things about some of his characters that I wanted to bone. But anyway, hey, Captain Underpants. Yeah. Is this is why Nolan's our publicist.
3: No, I guess so. He's, he's, he's our PR. for For every hit, for every hit I get, I get a miss. So, just like every
0: other PR person, so this is all my fault. Yeah. Whoever
2: edits this is basically the PR person.
0: I'm the I'm editing this. I do all the stuff, you know. Not not all the stuff, just some of the stuff, you know. Partial, little bit. But
2: yeah, you can just cut out anything that you guys say that you don't want anyone to hear.
0: Yeah, kinda. You doesn't
1: know, doesn't stop them. We still insult like everybody, and then
0: immediately <laughs> ask them to be on the podcast.
2: Yeah, you know
0: yeah but uh hang on so nothing to say about the emoji movie like are you guys gonna see it because i am since i'm kind of obligated to see it
2: oh why do you have to see
0: it oh no wait i don't know it'd be funny oh so look he's 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 gonna make me go We're, like we fucking hate on it yeah. but we'll pay to see yeah, it
3: i won't yeah i took i took i took spo to um see ghost in the shell so i'm kind of obligated to oh. um let him take me to a shitty movie
0: yeah <laughs> but what d- age range
2: is this targeted to like kids yeah.
0: Kids on there who watch nothing but Peppa Pig uh, getting Meet Elsa and Pregnant Spider-Man videos...
2: Oh, yeah, I've seen those through H uh, three H three. Like he makes fun of them all the time.
0: The character designs are fucking awful. Hey, don't you diss my emo punk alternative girl emoji hacker? I, th- I thought
3: I thought Sing's character designs were the bottom of the barrel, but nope. Sony Animation has to prove me wrong. Wait, wait who's bottom of the barrel? Um, Sing from uh, Illumination. Ah,
0: Sing, yeah, <laughs> that was okay.
3: No, it's not. All the all the designs are what if we had humans but they had animal features? Not it's not stylized like Disney, um like Zootopia is where all the characters have really nice shapes and have really nice gestures and shit. Sing is literally just let's take humans and give them animal features. They, they look a
2: little bit like Madagascar, like the I'm looking at the koala and he looks almost like one of the Madagascar characters.
0: I am mad as a Gascar. He looks, he looks like a background Madagascar character. They're not blocky enough to be Madagascar. You know what they look like is that one other movie, The Wild by Disney, the one the one everyone thought was a Madagascar ripoff. The
2: Wild? Let me see what that is. Oh, that, I didn't even...
0: Oh, my God. Remember that? Disney's The Wild?
2: What the fuck is that?
0: Okay, like, they, they came out around the same time, uh, Madagascar and Disney's The Wild, about, like, these, uh, these lion and his other friends like a giraffe and whatever and they had to escape new york zoo and they get back to the wild look at that snake uh, yeah it, it was trying to be realistic and like madagascar had more stylization to it and madagascar won in the end because nobody remembers the wild does anybody remember um dinosaur yeah i sadly. saw it in theaters
1: dinosaur I saw half of it
3: in theaters <laughs> did you leave
1: no, I actually got to the second half. Uh, my grandmother was was blind and had an oxygen tank and took her a lot longer. And by the time we got there, it was already like a half an hour to 45 minutes into the movie. But because of we we took a cab, because she couldn't drive. I was really young at the time. Uh, it was too much effort to go back home.
3: So we just stayed and watched the, what was left of the movie. How Let's long start. ago did that come out? That was an old ass movie that was 2000. 2000, the turn of the set millennia,
2: dude, that guy's got like will Smith teeth, the dinosaur.
0: I mean, the dinosaurs were c g. and the environments were just real environments videotaped. I think some of them were c g. maybe
2: oh, they definitely it definitely
0: looks c g dinosaur. No one gives a shit about dinosaur.
2: What about the good dinosaur?
0: Exactly. Nobody gives a shit about nobody that. saw the good dinosaur, oh, okay. I didn't see it either, but more like the forgotten dinosaur.
2: Oh, got him.
0: That's a good one to forget. Pixar is fucking dead in the water, like, bankrupt. Like, shit, that movie fucked them up. Yeah, it's like they ain't never recovering from that ever.
2: Well, um, you guys might want to see this movie, which was... um... In the recommendations, hold on. When I looked for the dinosaur, it says gonjasaurus gonjasaurus
0: <laughs> What the fuck is this?
2: I don't know. It was in Google Images next to, like, the good dinosaur.
0: The good Kush dinosaur.
1: Created by nature, angered by man, fueled by forbidden herbs. Behold massive destruction. <laughs> See the birth of a monster.
0: A dinosaur now legal in California. But you guys uh, want to get into the next bit of news? But hey, in Me- uh, hey, you guys see Cartoon Network's new Mexican show? Well, it's a series of shorts for Mexican Cartoon Network's uh, website or whatever. It's called Villainous. And it's all the hit on Tumblr because everyone's like, yeah, I want to bone the top hat guy and the the scene girl who looks like my little sister, Emily.
3: I want to find the bear voice
0: by Markiplier. The bear? Oh, is in the English version. I don't know if Markiplier speaks Spanish. Markiplier. Oh, is there an English version yet? I don't think it's out yet because I just find like subtitled versions. So there's this, yeah, I'll link it below, but it's just subtitled versions of, <coughs> yeah, I don't know. God help me! Oh God! All I know is that
3: the person who started the uh, Miss um, Officer and Mister Truffles Kickstarter
0: mm-hmm. is working on it, and there's already a callout post. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh oh, yeah, because a while back uh, there was this one Kickstarter for this thing called Miss Officer and Mister Truffles, and it was about a officer and a bear, and it was based on an image on Tumblr of just this officer lady finding a bear standing on its legs it's like a baby bear and there's a lot someone thought hey let's uh, make a cartoon about it and let's kickstart it and the kickstarter was a failure there was a bunch of terrible things going on behind the scenes they were like hey uh use this torrent to download adobe flash well you know it was just like all this shady stuff going on behind the scenes like nobody knew what they were doing and it was a complete disaster and everyone's ashamed but now everyone's calling out this thing villainous because it has that but you know it's like oh, there's other people working on this show they didn't create it or anything they're just a small part of a bigger thing it, um, it looks
2: like invaders like the guy who did invader zim made it like Jordan it Mesquez. looks like it sort of like, I it looks guess. like the
0: style people look at my art style and say hey this looks like invader zim and i'm like shut up apparently it's only a
1: 10 episode miniseries
0: well it's a series of shorts online so i'm sure they'll make more but i think there's only like five for now I'm not sure. They're each a minute long.
2: Yeah, I think Cartoon Network has been doing the thing where they just make 10 episodes, like a mini-series, just to see how it does. And then once, you know, they see the ratings and stuff that they just like say oh hey well this d- did well so let's uh make it a show let's give it 23 episodes what's weird is like it seems like 10 episodes
0: the new 13 episodes because i keep hearing news like gorillas is getting a tv show it's 10 episodes long deadpool is getting a tv show on fxx that's other news it's 10 episodes long like all these things are getting 10 episodes things they don't want to
2: commit to it because like it might be bad like if it's like a new ip or something like that you know you don't, they have no idea how it's going to do
1: Yeah, it really does feel like – because, like, at one point, I feel like most cartoons got 52 episodes. Then it was 26. Then it was 13. Now it's 10.
0: Yeah, Yeah. like, back then in the early days, the 90s, like, the 52-episode rule, like, Disney – like, people a lot of credit Disney for the 52-episode rule because this was back when, like, there was hardly any DVD box sets or streaming or any way to watch a TV show besides just watching on TV. And the the reason for 52 episodes, like – If they had 52 episodes, they can play him once a week over and over. And, you know, once a week, 52 weeks in a year. So, you know, that keeps the lineup fresh, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. It's the syndication happy number.
0: Yeah. Syndication. And
1: then over time, it became 26. It was obviously half and then 13. So I kept halving and you can't really go half of 13. So 10 it is.
2: Yeah, it doesn't it syndicate after, like, 100 episodes anyways?
1: Um, well, a network can, like, sell their show at any point for syndication, but 100 episodes is where the happy point is. Uh,
0: well, actually, 52 is the happy point.
1: Well, no, no. Oh. Well, what I'm saying is, like, um, uh, for example, Community, one of my favorite sitcoms, uh, we really wanted to keep getting renewed because they wanted the 100 episodes. After 100 episodes, it, it, it becomes really easy to syndicate a show. 52 is the bare minimum. Yeah, that's a happy number, but like uh, 100's like really like, oh, you're, you're definitely going to sell it. And then uh, when they got, when the community syndicated at season three, that really hurt the chances of the show continually getting renewed.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: at that point, they're now making more money by just letting other channels re- do reruns. Than creating new episodes.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like the weird uh, thing about syndication. Like, the more episodes there are, the more likely they want to cancel it. I guess, or I don't know. But basically, like, hey, it, it costs them less money to, to just cancel it and uh, just let people run it again and again. Dicks. Like,
1: remember, remember the Charlie Sheen thing, where they got kicked off the Two and a Half Men? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah. There was literally talks, like, uh, until they hired they got Ashton Kutcher on um they was they were literally hired they were talking about like not renewing it because
3: they make so much money off the the reair
0: I remember Aston Kutcher in when he was cool
3: and then people wanted it to continue and they and they said hey we're going to continue it and the fans were like great and then they did the series finale where the creator just fucked everyone over and
0: gave them the middle finger yeah they they basically put Charlie Sheen in a coffin and said yep he died fuck it that, that was the finale? finale oh that's the first that was... of, first of the new season yeah what happened in the finale? The fina- I don't know. I didn't watch that far. The finale, Charlie
3: Sheen, they, they they like tease Charlie Sheen about to walk up to the door and knock on it. And then a piano falls on him. And then the creator um turns to the door and says winning. And then a piano falls on him, I think. What the
0: fuck? Oh, yeah, I remember this. Good good. Hold on. That sounds me. awful.
2: That sounds. Why would they do that?
0: Just fuck you, Charlie Sheen, basically.
2: I still think he's kind of funny but he got out of control at a certain point doing his own comedy shows and shit i that was out of control
0: he was very popular a couple of years ago he was the russell brand of his time you know and he did a comedy central roast too he's no longer a meme who
3: who would russell brand be considered now nobody is he still doing movies i haven't
2: seen him in anything in a while nope oh i don't know he i guess he's hiding yeah. Uh, who, who's hiding right now? Who's a celebrity?
0: Uh, I haven't seen uh, Mike Myers in a while. I think he's dead, possibly. It's true. Yeah, after Shrek, everyone who was in Shrek just fucking vanished. Like, have you seen, uh, what's his name, Eddie Murphy? I, I haven't. I was, I
2: was about
1: to say that, yeah.
0: Where the fuck did he go?
1: I think they're making a new Shrek, so. Yeah,
0: they, spaced, uh, they say that, but when are they going to really do it, you know? I don't know. They've already made, like, multiple spinoffs. It's not, like, it's not that hard. They're waiting on something. You just—I don't know what's gonna happen, but they're just waiting on it.
2: They're waiting on Puss and Boots to pass away, and then they do a, a just about his boots. It's gonna just be about Puss and Boots's boots.
1: Uh, apparently, uh, it's gonna be released in 2019 or 2020. It's already done, and the story's being written by the Austin Horse Writer.
0: Can't wait for them to bomb this Puss and Boots
3: also i linked the two and a half men ending
0: yay but uh you, you guys want to get into some sonic news sure oh yeah Oh boy i sure do love sonic sega presents one champion of good one pawn of
3: evil it's sonic and knuckles not only is it the greatest sonic game ever it also comes with lock-on technology plug in sonic 2 and use knuckles to play in a whole new
2: way
0: Sonic the Hedgehog, the new video game Sonic Forces, has announced that they they're gonna allow you to create your own Sonic character. (laughs) And one of the best part?
3: Huh. What? One of the character, one of the uh, species is a bear.
2: Uh oh. Have there Um, been any bear characters? I mean, I mean, big. I don't know what the hell hell big is. There was a polar
0: bear in Sonic Fighters. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Bark. Yeah, those characters nobody cares about. Everyone loves them. I mean. Yeah, ooh, so many classic characters like uh, Bark and Beat the Green Bird or whatever his name was Bean. Bean? Bean, yeah. I'll bean him a good one.
2: Can you be a chow? I
0: don't think you can be a chow because that'd be abuse. You know, oh, I was thinking, speaking of abuse, um I was thinking of this idea like a Smash Brothers fighting game of Nickelodeon, although you could never have the Rugrats in there cuz that'd be kind of fucked up to beat up a child, you know, a baby, you know. Anyway, yeah. hey, Tommy so, Pickles coming out of nowhere. Yeah, just like fucking waste him in the face, you know, like uh Ong just like blows him off the fucking f- cliff or whatever. No. No, no, Ong just gives him like a the, the the drinks on the bottom of the sink, you know, and just gives him that Jumping back to the
1: actual topic at hand, um, there is eight different species you can choose, and fox and echidnas are both not an option. What the
3: fuck?
0: Yeah, Everybody knuckles wants
3: to play as knuckles. knuckles. Kidna, you fucking idiot.
0: All right, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, why not foxes then?
3: Fucking sonic lore.
0: What, what, where's the fox? What's... Okay,
1: first of all, they've had plenty of echidnas, and in the RPG that no one likes,
3: they brought <laughs> the, the echidnas RPG's back. Not canon. And it was sued by fucking Ken Penders, who's an idiot, oh, and God. thinks that every, every Echidna OC he's ever made is his own character, Ruh-ro. and now he's going to make a shitty comic book that's awful. I hate Ken Penders. Ken Penders, if you're listening to this, fuck fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> you know, I, every so often I would go to Comic-Con and I would see like a booth that has Ken Penders there and he always looks very sad in the artist alley and I, I'm too afraid to go up to him. You know, I just walk past him and I don't look directly at him. You know, he just looks very sad there. But you want to explain who Ken Penders is for the uninitiated?
3: So Ken Penders has done a lot of work for the comic industry and about ninety nine percent of it is fucking garbage. Statistically speaking, he had to make something good once. I don't know what it is, but you know, when in Rome. Anyway, Ken Penders is most most notable for his run on Sonic the Hedgehog from around uh, the very early issues to uh, I think around issue one six the one sixties or so then Ian Flynn took over and he and he and he was like, God damn it, I gotta clean up all this shit now. Cause um Pender's continuity into a fucking a black hole of I c I can't think. Anyway, so point being he made a uh Knuckles so, OC? Yeah, he made a bunch of Echidna characters who were basically Knuckles recolors. That's all they were and that's all they'll ever be. But um, eventually, a, a, sometime after the book was finished, Archie began republi- republishing the uh, Sonic comics into archive books. So people who wanted to read the old books um, could. And, and Penderer's, uh was saying, oh, no, no, no. And he, and he had ideas to start his own uh, comic book series with those characters. So he and Archie got into a legal battle. And because, and Pender the outcome was not, hundred percent Pender's fault. It, Archie did not keep the contracts they made that said, "Oh, Pender's um, any character that was is made for the comic belongs to Archie and Sega." So um, Pender's got lucky and won. And uh, anytime Archie wants to use his characters, they have to ask him first. So they basically said, "Fuck you," and they wrote every char- they retconned every character he ever made.
0: Didn't they have, like, the copies of the contracts he made, but they did not have the original copies, which does not hold up in court?
3: I'm not entirely sure about that, but I'm giving a very, very uh, um, conjectury Cliff Notes version of what happened. There there was a a huge legal proceeding, and I remember the judge saying, this is a fucking mess. (laughs) Even the judge was completely 110% over this bullshit.
1: Long story short, the guy took all his
3: characters. They're no longer part of the Sonic
1: franchise. He's now a really shitty comic with creepy, uncanny valley CG models. It's awful.
3: So, and that and that would and that that would that would be annoying, but it's not enough to piss him. but the way he he he's very arrogant and very, very pompous, he acts like he's still friend he he's still buddy buddy, and he wants the best for the current Archie Sonic crew, even though he's essentially like made them he's essentially gotten the comic canceled and made them lose their jobs. But he, but he's still like, Oh, I'm still supportive. I I wish the best for them. This isn't my fault. And in regards to fan art, somebody sent him fan art and he says, Oh, for future reference, can you please put copyright Ken Penders on your fan art? Oh God. Just So, you know, he made the characters.
0: This is ridiculous. In general,
3: this image. And he's also been helping other, um, Sonic comic contributors, Sue Archie.
0: We would, or
3: Fulup, who um, started suing Archie and Ken, has been helping him out. Oh okay. god! Doesn't doesn't he
0: like buy the license to random Sonic OCs or something? Who? Like, doesn't he go up to like people on DeviantArt who have Sonic OCs and say, "Hey, can I buy that from you?"
3: I I have no idea. I'm not gonna confirm or deny that. Yeah, I have no idea.
0: That's a really random. Okay, that's what I've heard. But uh, essentially, but uh,
3: I, you, that, you... I do know that uh, Ken Penders did foot fetish art, and when somebody called him out on it, he said actually this is commentary on the trump administration Something along those lines. nice
0: one tarantino yeah look i mean that's a pretty cool thing like to create your own sonic ocs but ken penders is pretty cray cray but this cg knuckles ripoff like uh, what's is it like a comic what's this thing i'm gonna link it below because it's fucking terrifying is what it is it should be the image in the corner oh god yeah. no i don't want to look at
3: that no fuck no Lara Sue Chronicles. And the funny thing is, Lara Sue in the comics is Knuckles' daughter.
0: Uh-oh. She's more developed.
3: He
2: has to make a Knuckles
3: in order for a stupid story to work.
2: He has a family? Knuckles has a
3: family? What? In the comics, he does. Oh, my God. Um, <sighs> no, and the best part is, they're not echidnas anymore. They're aliens called echidnias.
0: <laughs> oh. And what's this
2: girl in the the pink that I put up? It's, I, I saw that you sent, like, the... Um the cgi ones of her i think but like what the hell is that that is
3: that is julie sue that is knuckles girlfriend i thought oh, it was his God. daughter no um julie sue is his wife um in the future and lara sue is their daughter and the echidna on the right of that knuckles echidna comic is lock knuckles dad
0: wow very wise looking. Yeah. So Ken Penders. Please notice
3: that. Please notice that every, um, every Knuckles care, every Knuckles character that's
2: related to Knuckles just is essentially Knuckles.
0: Yeah, pretty much with a different wig or whatever, slightly different hairstyle. But
2: what did you guys? Okay, so the the game that's coming out. Like, what did you guys like most about it besides like being able to customize your own character? To like, was there anything new in the game that was in the like video?
1: That's and, really and, all and, they
2: advertised right and, now.
3: They showed a uh, a minute, uh, I think forty second minute long gameplay of the new character and he uses gadgets to get around or she, and it doesn't look at. I, I just hope they they keep the speed orientation in there because I'm just I'm just hoping this game is a really I'm just hoping this game is good because I um they released the first level of classic Sonic and it's Green Hill Zone again, and it doesn't look nearly as fun as the Generations one did to be honest. But I'm I'm reserving uh, judgment until because. It
1: The game's gonna be a success anyways. Every person who's ever made a Sonic game can now make their character and play as them.
2: What was the game that they made with um uh they had like developers that weren't part of like their program, the Sonic team? And Sonic Mania. Yeah, like they hired people that to make like fan people to make their own game. Sonic Mania? Yeah, Yeah, that's it. When did that come out? Um it's coming out um at the end of summer. Oh, oh that, yeah, because I saw some ads for it or something like that, a video of it, and it looks so good. Yeah, I don't know yeah, about yeah, this yeah.
0: Uh, Sonic uh, Free Force or whatever the new one's called, but the, the customization, that looks cool. I don't know anything else about the game. I'm kind of like, oh, Green Hill Zone, that's seen that it's already.
3: It's basically Sonic Generations with a customizable character and a new gameplay style. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah, looks pretty cool. I mean, like, the most important thing of every video game ever is being able to customize your own character, so, you know...
1: You know, I don't agree with Pam with a lot of things, but that is literally my favorite thing. I will spend hours in the character design stage. Yeah,
0: I like a uh, Saints Row the Third's uh, customization. I haven't played the other Saints Row games, but I like that.
3: I want a like, level designer so bad. I want to make my own Sonic
0: levels. Yeah, make a one of those <laughs> like Mario Maker, but Sonic Maker. They had
3: a Sonic Maker um flash game on the Play Sega website, but then it got taken down because nobody used Playsega.
0: <laughs> what the fuck is that? Playsega? I, I don't
3: Play Sega was a
0: paid uh,
3: subscription service to play like Sega games and exclusive Sega web games, but nobody used it and I don't think anybody ripped it off the site. So
0: someone out there has, possibly, who knows. Anything else to say about Sonic the Chronic?
3: Please don't suck.
2: Yeah, yeah please. Uh, that's what everybody wishes for these well, games
1: most likely i think everyone's expecting sonic mania to be like amazing and make up for anything that sonic force is lacking but like uh, it's one of those things where like oh the customization that's literally the only thing to talk about forces no one had anything to say about before and now it's like the big selling point point. and it's one of those things where it's like it seems so obvious how has sega not done this before
0: yeah that's what I was wondering, because I remember I watched this one guy called the what, Blockbuster Critic. Essentially, he was just like this guy who kind of looks like Dave Chappelle a little bit, and he would always make fun of Sonic fans. Buster? No, 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 a different guy, a black guy. He looks a little bit like Dave Chappelle, and he always ranted about working at Blockbuster, and he would make fun of, like, these Sonic fans. I think they were called Sonic... fag, Videos? You know, the other F word.
1: Sonic
3: Fag? Yes.
1: That word. I just really, really want a Pikachu parody tale.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: like, like a Thunderbolt tail. Yeah, yeah, like that, that's <laughs> yeah, all we need yeah, for I, it. I know what everyone wants to do when they get this. They want to make Sonic you the Sonic-Pikachu combination.
3: I, I'm 100% certain um, that'll be a Switch exclusive. Like, Oh, my God. The Sonic, the Sonic community brand manager, Aaron Weber, probably... Has gone to Sega of Japan and been like, "Listen, you fuckers, you better put in Sonic Two customization options." <laughs> God damn, yes. I mean, I mean, this game is coming out on PC too, so if Sega fails to deliver, the fans That's it's the true. It's,
0: it's true. gonna happen. Well, yes, we're gonna finally play the Sonic game. Oh, but essentially, this blockbuster guy, he always said like, "You Sega would make a lot of money if they were just to make a." let you create your own OCs in the game and now it's finally happened after 10 years it finally happened
1: but uh speaking of sonic chew he uh the chris chan has recently made a lgbtq poster but he has changed it to where it's s lgbtq
0: what's the s -S 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 -S
1: -S 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 no no well that's what everyone thinks everyone's like oh sonic chew Lesbian, gay, whatever. No, it turns out it's actually it stands for straight because they they oh. need to be represented according to Christian. Oh. Christian. Christian <laughs> is
3: a wonderful
2: human being. But why don't they just put the whole alphabet as the whole title? Yeah, fuck singing? it, just do this.
0: <laughs> we don't care. All twenty six letters and numerical numbers. Yeah. And also, like, period, uh, exclamation point, at, the, the, the pound mark? sign, dollar sign, percentage, the the triangle up, the triangle left, and then right, and then down, uh, the and thingy, the, the asterisk, the copyright <laughs> symbol. Yes, everything. <laughs> all of it. It's I feel a, like a, a right parentheses. L, B, G, T, A, B, C, D, F, G, H, 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 K, and all that. It just never ends it's it's, no it's like pie it's essentially like counting a pie you know (laughs) just it just goes on forever it never ends
2: but yeah for the the customization thing in the game like you know people say oh why didn't they do this earlier that's like the same thing that happened with zelda like they never had an open world game and the same thing with pokemon they never had an open world game and they everybody's like asking for it and then zelda actually finally did it and it turned out to be really great so
3: since Nintendo isn't probably gonna do handheld consoles anymore, since the Switch is a handheld console too, mm-hmm. yeah, Pokemon's gonna go HD.
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the uh, the Pokemon models in uh, the most recent game are easily could be up-res, and they already looked pretty good on a lower screen, so um i'm pretty shocked about that and there is some data in the games that support the idea like for example every pokemon has a run and a walk cycle for the overview which means the third game might let you have the one pokemon follow you which is a useless feature but it's the best thing of gold heart gold and soul silver get pokemon snap two
3: this is pokemon
0: snap my dick
3: I just, I just want, I just honestly want a Pokemon pet simulator, just a full. I don't want, I don't, I don't care about the fucking battles. I just want to raise a pet. Um, this
0: isn't like, 1999 anymore. Go raise your Chow garden or Tamagotchi. Shut or... my cock, man. Yeah, a dick. <laughs> yeah, but you just... didn't have
2: the Pikachu pedometer. <sighs> I had that shit. Well, oh, I,
0: I remember. Oh, yeah, you had to you had to shake it or just walk around with it. But I remember the the commercials for the Pikachu pedometer. Uh, I think it showed like these little kids sitting on a washing machine, and I was thinking, like, isn't that how girls get off? They go on, a, they sit on a washing machine.
2: Well, you can also walk your Pikachu. I guess that's remember. Remember for. when they
3: remember when they made a stepometer and according to scientists it was one of the most accurate step ever made
0: no but i uh, i i had the digimon one and i would just
2: shake it i wouldn't walk around I'm, i was a lazy asshole. oh yeah you could battle people with those two you can connect them that was actually crazy
0: it wasn't very you know assuming you found someone else that played <laughs> the digimon thingies those uh the, the the tamagotchi toys of digimon that's how digimon started it, as tamagotchi cho- toys Essentially, but you could fight them and it was so cool. And it wasn't really, it wasn't exactly Street Fighter 2 or anything, but it was something.
3: Digimon, digital monster. Oh, speaking of Digimon, I'm not 100% sure if this is true or not, but somebody posted an article from a Japanese magazine. And this could easily be Photoshopped, so take it with a grain of salt. But um, Mamoru Hosoda, who's famous for directing Summer Wars, The Boy and the Beast, uh, Wolf Children came out and talked about one of the only episodes of Digimon he ever directed and how a story between Tai and his sister, whoever she is named. Kari. Kari, yeah, Tai and Kari.
0: Okay, essentially, uh, if anyone remembers that one episode where they're all still in the digital world, but Tai somehow gets transported back to the real world on the same day he left, Uh, he goes to visit his home, and Kari's there, and all the colors are all muted, and she's very, like, very cold and emotionless Wait,
1: that, that's not the same director
3: that did Summer Wars that was a love story yeah it's Mamoru Hosoda are you because then he was the director of season three Mamoru Hosoda directed like one episode of Digimon Adventures and that's it oh no I'm confusing season two when they did Dark Ocean
1: that person went on to show run third season okay you're right
3: yeah but um Mamoru essentially directed the Digimon movie and that episode yeah. as, as far as I know
0: but in this episode, like, uh, normally Kari in the other episodes is, like, all happy and perky, but here she's just very cold and emotionless. And turns out the, the director, like, admitted in some interview found in a magazine translated from Japanese that uh, this was supposed to be a romantic relationship. And Kari was, like, jealous that Tice hanging out with this one Digimon who's cock blocking her, essentially. And What the fuck? That's not true. I want to believe
2: Okay, Digimon all, drama.
0: You're weird. I want to believe it's like Pizza Gate. Like it's so ridiculous that I want it to be true. You know.
3: Let's see if it. Let's see if it's true. Let's see. Let's do some double checking.
1: Yeah, because that, that, that doesn't sound accurate at all. <laughs> no. Ripley.
0: No. I, I saw. I saw a YouTube video. So they, they said it was real. You gotta. You gotta trust that.
3: That's, that's why I said I'm not entirely sure if it's real or okay, not. Okay,
0: look, if uh if it turns out not to be true, we can all place a bed and it can be a sexually humiliating bet and I had to do something humiliating, okay? Okay, that...
1: first of all, we're not living in your fantasy world. And uh, by the way, I saw Digimon Tri Reunion. My friend Jake uh, listens to the podcast. I've called him out a couple of times. You told the fans. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Fuck you, Jake.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's like, I don't understand why all these people hate me. Oh, uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he gave me the code, the digital code to watch Digimon Try because he bought it on Blu-ray, and uh, it's actually pretty okay. It's not, like, it's both, like, worse and better than I was expecting.
0: Well, I, I haven't seen the new Digimon shows, but it's, like, the art style kind of looks like generic anime-ish and just, like, you it's know.
1: It's super generic, but... Um, I I think more watching Digimon try because I watched the, uh, felt a lot more like, um, oh seeing who came back and who didn't, voice actor wise, and it's really weird because some of the voice actors are replaced by more famous voice actors because they couldn't get the originals back so like, randomly, um like, TK is no longer TK's voice actor, instead he's the black Power Ranger from the second season of Power Rangers.
0: Hey Joe, did you, John did you ever see Digimon's
2: I did. When I was a kid, I watched it and I would play the um PlayStation 1 game in my my parents' car basically. Parents' car. Yeah, we we like did some kind of ghetto rig where we took like a <laughs> like a tiny TV thing, like and we we smushed it between the front two seats and like tied it down with one of those bungee elastic cords and then just put a fucking like a power adapter and then the PlayStation, like PlayStation 1 there, and I played it on road Troops.
0: We did the same thing, yeah, except ours was a tiny TV that had a VHS player in the bottom, and yeah. so I would constantly watch uh, Metabots uh, all the time on that thing.
2: That was fucking so awesome playing that game. I beat the game in the car on one road trip. I was like, Jeez. it was one of the best games I ever played, but I don't know much about the the show, even though I watched like one or two seasons of it, but... Um this incest thing looks kind of disturbing
0: Uh uh-oh but like it's kind of crazy to play a playstation game on a car since like you think the disc would like be hard to read with like any bumps in the road and stuff
1: wait that makes no sense
0: what if
1: kari was like jealous of koran for uh, because uh, Ty had a new best friend then why the fuck did she play with them the entire time
0: you know, it's like when you're with someone and you're like, you can't show that you hate them, so you're just like going along for the ride, you know? That's not how little kids act, dude. I don't fuck. <laughs> like, oh, like, so let's, like, let's, okay, kid, fine. We'll, let's go ask some little kids who have some incest ideas and just ask them like, hey, no, would you no, hang out with someone a, who's I moving can, in on yeah, your Please do other? not
1: interview people asking about incest to little kids. You will get arrested. Oh, and
0: God, not again.
2: Did I come to the right place? I mean, <laughs> look,
0: hey, look, look, come on. Look, let's just have some beers. Let's all sit down. I don't drink, though. I get water. Hey, let's all just sit down. Let's not call any anyone anything or call the police right now. Let's so all just sit down and promise we don't let anything in this podcast out of here. You are literally going to air this on, on TV or on, on the YouTube. Let's look. This could go on a court of law someday, but let's all just settle down and hope that doesn't happen, okay? It's I'm sick, so you know, we can blame that, you know. I, I did it all for the nookie. So I guess hey, you guys wanna get into the questions? We recorded an hour and a half. What
1: about the other
0: topics you have listed, such as yes. New to- oh, a new Total Drama Island? That's coming out. They announced that some returning characters will be back. Yay, Total Drama's back, yay. CKTD right. fan, leave me alone. Don't don't message me about Total Drama Island. You got what you wanted. I'll get you for this.
1: Yeah, okay, I I'm so this this Digimon thing's fucked
3: me up a little bit. Yeah, we're all fucked. I'm going I'm go- <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going I'm going through a thread. I'm going through a thread that's discussing this Digimon incest thing. Somebody said weirdos, and somebody responded with incest is no more weird than homosexuality.
0: Oh. Look, okay. When you're on 4chan or whatever, you gotta understand there's trolls, so it's like. these no this, pe- is, no, this is
3: Game Facts. I'm looking at a thread on Game Facts. Okay, first of all, what about homosexual incest?
0: Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting topic. Like, it's a double negative, so that's pretty standard, I guess. Cancel each other out. Yeah, standard. you know, two wrongs make a right, possibly. Wait, did, did Pan just explain that homosexuality is a negative? Well, wait, hang on. No, hang on. No, wait, no, come back. I kind the Hey, yeah, I feel terrible too, but, uh, questions, if anybody has a question or comment, be sure to leave your question in the the comments of this YouTube video below, and be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find, and our first question is from, ah, Al Fleming, question, what do you think of, about big movies not taking themselves seriously enough and having jokes in serious moments, specifically in the climax I'm assuming he means like Marvel movies, well, Disney Cinematic Marvel.
3: I I like, um, I like the uh, idea of taking a movie a little less seriously. There needs a the right balance. Yeah, and the '90s uh, movie, like superhero movies and action movies in generals, didn't have a good balance of comedy and action. Usually, it was either super grimdark, serious, or really lighthearted and cheesy. Same with the early 2000s, and now we're kind of petering out a little bit
0: yeah but marvel still kind of has a a little bit of problem sometimes with their cinematic movies where you know they have a, a a stupid quip at the wrong time but i think logan was the perfect balance of comedy and action and stuff you know like it was still a depressing moody movie that took that was very serious but also there was plenty of funny moments and just moments where it's like wow life fucking sucks man you know
2: do you guys get upset like that there's um these comic book movies coming out and they don't stay true to the, the comic book or anything like that because sometimes I don't mind at all like I, I just like a good story and like to see you know a really good movie but some people get like really angry at like these things not following the comic exactly
0: I mean as an I, adaption you can only do so much and you know I don't know. Yeah. That, sometimes you got to make changes and certain situations have to be changed and to fit a, as a movie or in live action or something. I don't know.
1: I think about this a lot, actually. I. I... Um, Nolan, do you want to go first? Go ahead. So I think about this a lot lately because right now we're in an era where people actually know what the source material is. Like if someone announces, hey, there's a Death Note movie. And then all of a sudden, you know, you can quickly go and find out what the source material is. You know, you go to Wikipedia, you find out, oh, it's a comic. It's a manga. Blah, blah, blah. Look. Um, and I'm really kind of curious about how that has effect on storytelling because, like, everyone wants to be as close to the original as possible because people are now in love with the original story. But there's so many movies that um benefited from people not knowing what the source material is and in a way has made a better product um wizard of oz for example people love wizard of oz but it's nothing like it's source material the mask is a comedy with jim carrey that people love but the comics a horror comic you know like those things wouldn't have been made now i guess maybe death note is completely different than what it was originally supposed to be but like that's asian so it's okay we're allowed to whitewash that um but like but what i'm saying is like you know um with people being further you know with the books and such uh are so much closer to it that you can't make a lot of changes without alienating the original fan base and the movie becoming less
2: successful
0: yeah i mean a lot of people nobody saw the fucking nobody read the books for forrest gump or die hard or anything or jurassic park i love the
2: die hard book what are you talking about Read it every night before bed.
0: Statistically, someone has to have.
2: My uh,
3: my
0: my idea for
2: like
3: a good adaptation has changed so much over the past couple years. Because I was more open-minded. I, I'm, I'm going to bring up Ghost in the Shell again, because hey, why not? I was very open to the idea of a different um, interpretation of Ghost in the Shell. Because so I thought it would have been great if they tackled the uh, how race would be handled in a world where you can have any cybernetic body you want. They kind of did that. But they also did not. They didn't go far enough with it. so and it and they just kind of pittered around it. so it became a very unsatisfying no commentary that just pissed off everybody, which is understandable. So I feel I feel as though adapta- adaptation should try to do like different stories with like the same type
0: of characters with similar themes, etc. But there's times where it's like they try to be true to the source material that to make little changes and these little changes bother everyone.
3: Well, that's that's gonna that's gonna happen no matter what. You can't you can't adapt a source material a hundred percent unless it's a really short book or something that just so happened to be the perfect amount that maybe was like written as a movie in mind. There, movies obviously are a super huge collaborative effort. and on top of that collaboration, there are also producers and studios and mandates that we well, the movie has to have this in it. the movie has to have that in it. The movie has to have this lead or you have to pick from this selection of leads, which is what happened with Ghost in the Shell. So it's just a huge clusterfuck of decisions, and whatever winds up becoming good or not is kind of up to luck now. Yeah. It's it's up to people who you have to trust people who know what they're doing and that, that the studio doesn't interfere enough to fuck up the movie, because that's what happens with DC. DC has these movies that could be really good, like I'm I'm completely um I'm completely for a, a more a gritty, a more realistic superhero movie that's more grounded in reality. I think that'd be a cool idea. 'Cause some people say 'cause some people say, oh, it's too depressing or oh it's it's gonna be too miserable, but you just have to write it properly. And the problem is that Zack Snyder and his um Hack chicanery crew are so obsessed with uh, um the like violence and the uh grim darkness of it all, they don't really capture any of the humanity or any of the what or any of the uh, brightness that um a superhero might bring because in man of steel oh god sorry my nose was super plugged up but um a man of steel they they say superman is basically going to be jesus but the but the uh, movie portrays it as as this huge burden and and it makes everybody suffer they don't capture any humanity in it that's the problem
0: there's no feeling of hope from that man of steel movie oh god exactly and and they tried
3: to backtrack it in uh batman v superman except they still try to keep this um super grim dark edgy angle like fucking atlas and it doesn't work
0: yeah but uh the the only time that i had that feeling was in the scene in superman batman v superman was when he was rescuing people and like that were flooding and that was that one scene and that was it nothing else
3: i'm really upset because i didn't see um all of man of steel um oh my god uh and I saw that. I, I loved the initial reveal trailer where Superman is walking out of the Fortress of Solitude and he just looks up at, at the sky and closes his eyes and then he charges up and then he fucking blasts off. That looks awesome. But from what I've heard, that, th- that doesn't look good in the movie.
0: Men of Steel feels like it was better as a trailer than an actual movie. Yeah, that's what
3: I hear. And that, that's what makes me sad because. These movies could have totally worked as as um as the con- as the, in in concept, you know, a super a, a gritty hero movie with hope and stuff. But I mean, I, I'm obviously yeah, paraphrasing. I, I, I want to
2: see more like violence sometimes in the movies, like some people like getting their limbs ripped off and stuff. Because have you guys ever seen the um, Gantz? It's on a like it was an original like a an anime originally, and then they redid it like as a movie on Netflix. Oh, they they did. Yeah, there's a, there's a Gans on Netflix. It's insane. There's so it's so messed up, and I love it. And I ho- I wish more movies did stuff like that, where like people actually died and you see. I mean, I, I know things need to stay true to the the comic. Like if someone doesn't kill people or whatever, uh, that's, then
3: that's the problem. Though they have Batman and Superman kill people. Yeah. And it's funny, and I and I like that you mentioned violence because it allows me to rant endlessly and annoyingly to everybody in the um, audience. By
0: the way, uh, one criticism is always, like, Batman's not supposed to kill people. I mean, some interpretations he does kill people. But what I think is the what people should think about is, like, the execution of it, you know, like – does the story need for him to kill exactly yeah. is it justified does it feel like he should have killed those people or just was it just exploitive you know
3: it was in in my, in my opinion it seems exploitive they want this gritty grounded superhero movie and they uh they have these super bombastic crazy action sequences which yeah you know you could get away with but not until Batman v Superman, it was just like you saved the city, and the city was completely destroyed. <laughs> and then they had to like retcon it in the next movie. Yeah, and then they just do the same thing again, except in an abandoned uh, facility, in an abandoned part of town, some so.
0: island or something that had just buildings that were abandoned for some reason. And I would have really liked the idea of Superman
3: killing Zod because uh, in uh, the Death and Return of Superman pitch by Max Landis, which is on YouTube, which you should go watch because it's fucking awesome. It's basically a it's a basically a pitch that Max Landis had for a a a death and rebirth of Superman comic series for DC, but like scheduling issues didn't allow it to happen. But um, there's a scene where Superman is about to die at the hands of Doomsday, and he flashed, and he thinks back to this moment where um Pa Kent had him kill a cow that was suffering, and uh, Clark hated it. He he thought it was awful, but he knew um he had to kill somebody. He knew he had to kill Doomsday, so he did it and. That's what um in the succession of events that followed is what made him decide not to be Superman anymore in uh the fir- in uh man of Steel he just he just kills fucking uh zod, even though lots of people died, and he acts like that's a big deal. It's all in the execution and they and it's 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 executed so poorly it's it just it's just they didn't think it through at all. I don't know. I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for rambling a lot.
0: But I... So, the, the question was, like, do movies not take themselves serious enough and having jokes at serious moments? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I guess no one sort of answered that. It completely varies depending on where you're looking.
0: Yeah, just the execution of it and pacing.
3: Star Wars The Force Awakens, as much as of New Hope rip-off it was, had a really great tone, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, you DC
3: know... movies are way too edgy. Um, Marvel can kind of go teeter into lightheartedness a bit too much
0: they're gonna get it right with wonder woman you know it's not better not come on just please just let me have this i'd rather be wrong
3: than right but i, I have a
0: feeling i'm gonna be ready right. to come out yet <laughs> no in a month like june uh, 1st or whatever i don't know
2: how
0: else wonder woman at the box office oh that'd be so sad dc's dead i would love that like dc just needs to like you know what we fucked up let's start over
1: Apparently the Wonder Woman is doing super well. There's a comic. Someone like took a a panel from the comic. Wonder Woman is carrying both Superman and Batman, who just been defeated. (laughs) It's like it's essentially the metaphor for the DCU at the moment. Hopefully
3: that movie actually does well. I totally want it to do well, though. That's the thing. I I don't want Wonder Woman to fail. But given track records of not only DC's movies, but uh, Hollywood's general interpretation of writing superhero women. Super heroines, whatever. I'm sick. Fuck you. They they just don't know how to write women. And I hate and I hate talking feminist points because it makes me sound like a huge faggot, but it's true.
0: Whoa, whoa, there you can't say the other F word. It counteracts the feminist talk. Shit, okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess so, yeah. But you know look, if this is if this all goes wrong, that we all we still have Justice League. That's gonna save us.
2: Nope. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be sick!
0: Yeah. Although you know what sucks about Justice League is that cyborgs in the team, so now we can never have a Teen Titans live action movie. For now,
2: I think you still could. Nah. Like uh, we
3: already have a we already have a perfect Justice League adaptation, and it's called the Timverse.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I'm wondering, like, if they do a, a Teen Titans live action movie, would it follow the comics, or would it follow the cartoon that everyone's familiar with? Because like the team in the the comics is very different from the team in the show.
2: If they were to do a movie, I I would actually instead of live action, I would hope it would be like an actual cartoon, like hand drawn instead. Yeah, but would that ain't gonna happen. So would, I know, would I not know, not happen at all. I know. But I'm just saying it would be so much better.
0: I wonder if that CG animated uh, Spider-Man movie is still coming out.
3: I think it is. The only the only hand drawn um, um, theatrical film that's going to be released in the past couple of years is the My Little Pony movie. So yay. I mean, I don't know over. I don't. I don't know what overseas people have been up to, so I could be wrong. But as far as I'm aware, the-
0: well, there was that one uh, movie, or that one body switch movie. Who am I, or what am I? The anime movie that made a ton of money. Oh, your name. Your name? Yeah, that's what it was.
3: I, I guess I was. I guess I was just mainly speaking about America.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to get into the next question? Yeah. All right. Retro Ferret says, "Question: Thoughts on Anime Wendy's girl?
3: Mm. I love it." I love it too. Everybody needs to get the stick out of their ass and shut the fuck up.
0: So everyone on meme land is on the, which I call the internet, is just making like art of like, what if the? Okay, since the Twitter for the official Wendy's place, the uh, the fast food restaurant is all smug in <laughs> an ass place. Wendy's restaurant, the, the fast food place, you know, they're, they're very smug on their Twitter, and now someone drew them as an the Wendy's mascot as an anime smug anime girl, and now everyone's doing that and drawing porn of her, you know yeah. why do you just jump right into porn that's that's how it always happens. you know someone's popular, you draw porn of it
2: no, I saw the i you know I saw the wendy's girl like I was in a, another discord, and someone had the Wendy's girl as their icon, and then they just started posting wendy's girl porn, and then I jokingly said like hey, what about the Burger King guy? And then they actually posted a Burger King guy, like, anime thing. Butt-fucking her? Like, as a girl, as a girl, as a girl, actually.
0: That's I, that's so... I always hate when they do that. It's like, hey... I don't know, just, like, making an anime version of anything is always something just like, this is stupid. Particularly an anime girl version of anything. Yeah, seems to be- you know, like, you get the, the Burger King, this old man, this old king, and you just turn her into, like, an underage schoolgirl, and it's just like, this is weird and wrong well it's like the
1: the easiest way to get on buzzfeed is just take something and imagine it as an anime girl or like you know the cn nickelodeon disney channels as
0: anime girls for some reason yeah (laughs) Uh, remember when um internet explorer had that one mascot that was an anime internet explorer girl or whatever no that fucking happened yeah internet explorer had a fucking anime mascot.
1: But, like, I legitimately really, really enjoy anime smug Um, I think it, it, it's something about, like, it's so perfect. Like, to see such a cat. Like, I want to see Taco Bell do something now. Because Taco <laughs> Bell was, like, the first of the Twitter brands to, like, be really funny. Like, you know, like, people were like, oh, man, did you see how Twitter or Taco Bell's twitter just responded to people that's hilarious
0: yeah but w- what sucks is about these um people with anime schoolgirl icons like these smug anime girls are just like you know it's just some dude bro at the other side and it's like i can't jerk off to this when they're just laughing at my dick or anything you know, it's like I okay can't... stop no, it
3: that's I, no that's i absolutely fucking hate people going you know it's just a corporate business trying to get your money right why are you guys supporting this and 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 it's just it's just these are people who are just looking for these are interns doing a fucking job and trying to have fun with it and connect with people. Why do you always have to turn everything to such a Debbie Downer fucking situation, you assholes? Let people have fun for
0: God's no, this sake. Isn't Soviet, the yeah, this is in Soviet
2: Russia. Yeah, you get the Chihua the Chihuahua dog back. Make him into an anime girl.
0: <laughs> no, he did. Oh no.
2: Well they can get another one. No, he Chihuahuas did. Li- Bring the uh, Noid back
0: as an anime girl. Oh, they did bring the Noid back. Oh, fuck. God, as an anime girl. No, no he, she the Noid anime girl would like look like that one chibi anime girl who's like a... I can't even describe her. She has like this orange hoodie and she looks like a chibi thing and she's trash. I don't even fucking know. You know what I'm talking about? That anime girl? But I have to admit, the Noid is the greatest mascot known to man. He killed a man. No, he's still five people hostage. He drove a man to suicide
3: Suicide is the choice Of the person who committed it And nobody else is at fault
0: but the, them Oh, you're sick But, uh, also, yeah I, I want everyone know, to, like, look up my uh Top ten worst mascots Because I explained the, the Noid and how it Killed a man once I want to look it at up. Yeah, the Noid's a fucking asshole, I hate him And he'd probably be a smug anime girl Like, go ahead, pull the trigger, figo. Bitch,
1: I don't understand the world you live in.
0: God damn, I wish we lived in the Roger Rabbit world where cartoons were real and I could fuck them, especially the anime girls. Hot damn, hell yeah, ah uh,
1: yeah. Man, a new Who Framed Roger Rabbit with the how animations expanded besides just being you know Warner Brothers and Disney would be just fascinating. Like seeing Western cartoons interact with like anime characters. You mean Kappa Mikey? No, not Kappa Mikey. Aww. I'm kind of sick of Kappa Mikey. It seems to be popping up everywhere. It's, it's just this weird anomaly
0: like this aired on TV. What the fuck? This yeah, is some weird shit. It was shit. awful then. It's awful now. Oh, it's not that bad. But it's just... It's... Why couldn't we have constant pain? Oh, yeah.
3: Well, the 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 writer... I know, I know why we can't have constant pain. I'm saying why couldn't we have constant pain? Aren't
0: we always in constant pain? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're talking about the pilot Watch constant pain. Fuck off, go die. <laughs> We're talking about the cartoon pilot constant pain. But yeah, anime Wendy's girl. Would you fuck her? Yes or no? Sure. Sure. sure.
3: I, I guess. I. It depends. Like, I, I, I'm, getting, so I'm not gonna get anything out of it. How's how the
0: mascots
2: i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna comment on this one i'm not gonna get it's the mascot legal
0: is she at least 20 uh, i feel weird if it's anything less old is
1: wendy's I, mascot <laughs> i totally i totally did not uh like consider the
0: cartoon character's age in this situation oh Fuck. you mean a, i don't even know man this is i, did, I didn't up. think
2: about well, it well actually no, no she's probably really old it started it was founded in 1969 she's 47 uh, yeah, years old yeah she looks ex- ex- right for 47 uh, yes. damn they say oh the character
3: is based on a picture of an eight-year-old so you guys are uh, pedophiles."
2: Oh. i didn't say i didn't Whoa, say yes. hey
0: now let's uh let's uh, back up here hang on let's uh oh there's a my my ride's here i gotta go
2: do your ride you... a caterpillar what the hell is that
1: <laughs> that was just stepping away
2: like... <laughs> what the hell is that you're like it sounded like a rat like
0: Look, my, my, I have no, I'm barefoot right now. There's, the floor is not very, yeah. There's know.
2: Legos and thumbtacks on my floor. What am I going to do? Yeah,
0: man. I'm, I'm, this is all I have for practical comedy. Look, I'm sure if we knew it was an eight-year-old girl in the drawing of the illustration of the Wendy's logo, his corporate logo.
2: That's, fair, her da- smug- that's his daughter. Oh, wait, wait, boy. Wait, let's,
1: let,
0: let's clarify here. Smug
1: Wendy's girl has been portrayed as much older in every fan art I've So I'm going to assume her age
3: is more. Yeah, based, smug anime Wendy is basically an entirely new character
0: now, so... She's basically the same level as, uh, let's make freaking lose it Ronald McDonald. Yay! Let's make freaking lose it! Get it out
3: of your mind! Who the fuck actually knew beforehand that, um, that Wendy's mascot was actually based on, like, some eight-year-old girl? I
0: do, since there was a commercial about it a few months ago
3: i have no fucking idea i didn't even i didn't fucking care and i'm sure everybody who drew doesn't <clears throat> know either and doesn't care either no, so. i'm pretty sure
0: they knew and just or maybe they didn't i don't know do they watch tv i'm sure people still watch tv these days and see a going you
3: remember a fucking commercial you skip through that shit
0: youtube tv are you ever on school and you're just like crap i don't know what long division but i do know that one scene in that one movie why did i think of that you know it's like you think you remember things that you sh- probably shouldn't and that i'm sure someone will remember that i have youtube tv now that's like youtube's fucked
2: yeah it is i mean you, it it freezes a lot but eh. no i mean like youtube in general is just
0: fucked Everything's right if everything's fucked nothing is
2: that's why people are going to twitch so uh,
0: i guess we it's okay to fuck the starbucks mascot at least she's a mermaid she's she's got ears on her well, her logo has her spreading her pussy. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm really. And <sighs> she's a mermaid, so it's a different what? species. That's interspecies erotica.
2: Oh, I thought you meant the Wendy's logo. No,
0: no, no. We're talking about the Starbucks chick. Well, the... we can't see, we can't see below
3: the, be. um, the shoulders of the Wendy's logo, so we don't know what she's doing.
2: Probably playing checkers.
3: <laughs> I really, I really want to see a smug Wendy's picture with her having like tentacles.
0: What the oh, fuck? I don't no. want that shit.
3: <laughs> no, no, so, not being like by tentacles, but she has like a tentacle body.
1: The tentacles yeah, 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 are yeah, fries. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, um, the oh shit, I just realized
1: saying tentacles with the anime character just means completely different things I met like the like Maggie from the Treehouse of Horror
3: <laughs> You guys know who I find hot? You know what mascot I find hot? Huh. Arby's hat Arby's hat? Uh, you yes. like the
0: curves? Yeah, the curves, baby I'm so hungry, I could eat at Arby's Ew. That was my favorite Simpsons line
2: Oh, he's an oven mitt
0: uh, Are you sure that you're not thinking helping hands, the uh, burger hands?
2: No, look at Arby's mascot. It's a uh
0: oven mitt. You know who I'd fuck is Timmer the Cheese Wheel. He was in Family Guy once. Classic. At the end of the
3: podcast.
0: Oh man, the uh, oh, that Arby's. Okay, see that Arby's mascot. Yeah, he does look like he could help you jerk off. Oh god. Yeah.
2: It's I want to stick it. my
3: dick in his oven mitt. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: I mean, the friction. He'll keep it. You know, your hand from getting too hot. Because the friction will come out. You know, you want to be safe. It
1: reminds me of Clone High when it's like, "Did you bring protection?" Yeah, I did. And um, Abe pulls up two mittens.
0: <laughs> oh, oh! What is this? The end of the podcast? I mean, I think we've incriminated ourselves enough. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm about
3: to pass out from a
0: fever heat. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel bad because you guys are feeling. Ch- I like. I just got over mine. My throat hurts a little bit, but you guys are dying right now. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to come on the podcast when we both turned out to be fucking sick. No, it's fine. I just felt bad because, like the um the Samurai Jack stuff, I didn't know much about, so I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't know what to say." So yeah, I, that's why um, the only reason I was quiet. <laughs> sorry.
3: That's okay, but John, before we go, do you want to plug your Kickstarter one more time?
2: Yeah. So I just been making lay neck beard. Uh, it's The Kickstarter is up right now. It ends, uh, I think, June 14th. And um, it's basically just you want to save your waifu from the other people, like your other friends. And um, you got to use your skills, intellect, ego, appearance, and sustenance to save them. And uh, I appreciated everybody's support so far because it's already at like 31%. And um, I really hope it you know, gets funded so I can send these games out. So, yeah, and I appreciate you guys for having me on, so this has been awesome.
0: Ah, oh, and you, didn't you also say that I was somehow in this game?
2: Yes, you will be in this game. Uh, I will make a meme card for you. Oh, boy. Um, it'll be about your, your cringiness, and um, <laughs> I will put it in there, and uh, somehow I'll incorporate it, and... Is there and... is there
1: any golf waifu cards in the... Um,
2: like... I, I actually have a list that I can list off right now hold on let me find it well
1: uh, just just spitball in here but i think it'd be hilarious if uh you say he's a meme card so it's a card you can throw down yeah what if what if um you have a goth a goth waifu and someone throws down a pan pizza card and that person automatically loses their their waifu
2: <laughs> oh yeah that can actually that can actually happen because um i'm also thinking about making a mom card on top of this so this could go with the the mom card because uh if you get caught by your mom you're, you're pretty screwed what so, the f- what? it's going to oh be no. like it, it, you don't want to be caught by your mom you're going to lose your turn but um, yeah I'll definitely make the pan pizza card and um, uh, I definitely have a bunch of waifus there's going to be so apparently there's going to be about like 50 waifus now oh no like at the most um, are they like individual
0: characters
2: yeah they're d- everyone's a different drawing so I-, I have to like because i didn't realize at the end, like on the kickstarter like i put like 10 uh new waifus and for the last tier i have like four times that so now I-, I have to get 40 waifus out
0: god damn
2: but uh yeah some of them are like mouse pad you know have you seen those mouse pads that have like the boobs on them <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a waifu um there's um Basically, like I have an action figure one. I have a cat girl. There's going to be a tentacle one, um, a maid one, possibly a granny one. I really don't want to do it, but I'm gonna have oh, to. Oh no! I a <laughs> snake waifu. Um, maybe a like ripped clothes. An elf. Uh, yandere. Sundere. Muscular. Like there's going to just be a bunch of disgust. Like
0: sunderes are my favorite.
2: Sundere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
2: it's unfortunate i had to research all this stuff and i, I oh my god uh i ran into a lot of uh, interesting drawings and things and uh i, I just want to try to embrace it and show everybody what what it's all about so i mean light Le- 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 neckbeer is going to be uh the game that you want to get if you want to learn about neckbeers and waifus. yeah so
0: go ahead and support him on the kickstarter down below and i'm pan pizza who are you people i have a fever and i must scream I'm Izzy, and I can't think of anything that rhymes with scream. I'm Izzy, and I'm gonna get stizzy. Oh God, I thought we were gonna go. I'm Izzy, and I'm gonna get cream. Oh, no, I, I was, I I, I didn't want to go for the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> and John.
2: I'm Jonathan, and I, I don't want to get creamed right now. But I was sick, and I'm good. So.
0: John XD. goodbye everyone. Bye. Pan got a sick too. Nice going, you. There you go now our throats hurt too much to sing.